How are we there, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Smashing Crossbar podcast. I'm your host, Josh, once again, joined by Benno. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you doing this week? Oh, mate, you know, it's a typical another another week in Victoria. Oh, <laughs> shit. I can hear myself. Enough. What? What, what have you... Yeah, yeah, pause, pause the Facebook site. There you go. I'd already muted it before it even started. That was the worst bit. <laughs> <laughs> must have kicked in again. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, let us know if you can hear Benno. Benno's running his new mic. So yeah, obviously... it's, it's fancy and it's red and when you <laughs> and all sorts of good things. So just let us know. Make sure you can. I hear might sound everybody. a little bit different. <laughs> um, so yeah, on tonight's show, guys, we are joined by former Newcastle Jet Devante Clute. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about obviously what he's up to these days, his time in, in the A League uh, with Brisbane. And obviously Newcastle, and um, yeah, see what the future holds for for him. Again, twenty four years of age, pretty much, yeah, you know, A League at his feet if he wants it. Um, MPL there as well, obviously if he's happy where he is. So we'll we'll talk a bit about that before we go quickly into Devante. We will obviously give a shout out to Gabrielle Mar, optometrist, major sponsor. Thanks to those guys, obviously down there at Jasmine. Be sure to go check them out for all your eye care needs. It is muchly appreciated. Thank you again, Lockie and Gabe. Ah, oh, Luke's already in the chat with the exclamation mark specs. You bloody legend! There it is in the chat. So, without further ado, Devante, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, boys. How are you guys going? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. as good. good as good as can be down here in Victoria, mate. So, mm. I'm sure you must enjoy being able to get out and sort of do things, restaurants, pubs, all the works. <laughs> yeah. Doing most things like normal up here, to be fair. Yeah. Most things. Living the dream. Living the dream. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, guys, if you guys have got any questions for Devante, whack him in the chat. We'll get through to him. Um, but I'm sure will pick him up quicker than I will. Um, but, yeah, make sure if you've got any questions to whack him in there. We may as well start from the very beginning, mate. Um, well, not, not so very, very beginning. But, um, yeah, you're talking Brisbane. Start at the time of Brisbane, mate. Let's be honest, it was it was a good good period um, of football. Um, how did the how did the move to Brisbane come about? And you know, what was your time like? Obviously, in Brisbane, how how did you find it? Yeah, Brisbane. Um, I trialed initially when I first went up, so I wasn't like scouted or selected or anything. Um, I went up there and I trialed, but. What helped me was having my first grade experience in the MPO in Sydney. So when I went up there, Mike Mulvey was the coach at the time. So I was there trialling for a position in midfield where at that time their starting midfield was Matt Mackay, Luke Bratton and Liam Miller. With Dimi Pichard as well and in off the wing. Enrique yes. and Broish, right? So it was stacked. <clears throat> so the training level was insane. So... Mm. I was lucky enough there to uh, to get like a youth contract. It was, it was adjusted for me because I was an interstate player, but I was a youth contract. And then the following year, um, I managed to then secure a first grade contract. But those first two years was insane. So the first 12 months I'm there, um, I got my debut season that, that year. And that was the year we won it as well. So um, it was crazy. You think about that team then... Uh, was the last time they won the championship. Yeah. It was stacked. What a team. So yeah. I was around a top environment over those three years, four years I was there. Yep. Um, and it was a good club. Great club. Um, 
top city as well. We kind of complain about Brisbane. You got everything you need there. So as a young footballer, it was his first opportunity, right? I felt like I was, I was at a pretty pretty high level instantly, straight yeah. away. So it was really good for me to move in, move to Sydney at such a big club like that. One of the one of the things I'd love to find out, obviously, is you know if someone who's played at Brisbane and you know look again, you know I'm a Newcastle Jets fan through and through. Love the love the Jets, love the away days, mm-hmm. but yeah. I can't I can't get over every time I would travel to an away day. It felt like the fans just never came. It it felt so empty and like to me, I couldn't fathom why. Like the you know the days were perfect or anything like you know it wasn't pissing down with rain or anything like that. They just, what were the fans like? How, how you know how did you find it in comparison to like say you know Newcastle where let's be honest we're a bit chaotic and a little bit reckless at times. Um, but yeah, how were the fans and everything else? Did it feel Sort of empty to you, or yeah, I think. Right? Um, well, even then, I think from uh, this is where I think I don't know if it was because I was a young footballer just coming hmm. onto that. I thought the crowds were massive, and then the longer obviously I was playing, I felt like they got smaller, or yeah. if maybe the numbers actually did. That's yeah. the thing, I don't know, you know what I mean? Maybe it just felt like they were, yeah, yeah. but I actually felt like from that, say, that 2012 kind of year, the crowd attendance was a bit smaller. Right. In the A League, I feel like less people have started going to the games. Yeah, but at the same time, though, if, if we're talking about away games, if there was any any away game at that period, at that time, we're talking 2012, 13, 14. Yeah, any away game that anyone wanted to go to it was against the Wanderers, right? Yeah, because yeah. they had the IBB and the IBB. If every club had IBB, it'd be unreal. Oh yeah, because the the environment atmosphere that they create, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. For both teams, you know, yeah. both teams step up for that. So, I think from those kind of years onwards, for me, I kind of feel like it dropped off. But I don't yeah. know if that's due to the league or if people's loss of interest. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was just sort of weird, you know. Like we obviously it was a weird time. time. It, it was a weird time, let's be honest. But again, not much has changed. Obviously, we, um, I done Brisbane with the boys last year, and yeah, um, it, it's still sort of. I don't. I just don't know. I just don't know what it was to me. It just sort of, they sort of just sort of felt empty. Um, obviously, I've spoken to a lot of people who've played at Brisbane. Um, you know, Taylor, um, bloody Pepper, Jacob Pepper, and so yeah. forth. Um, obviously, Newcastle boy. And, and again, he said, you know, the, the fans, when you go to events and obviously your, pre, uh, your pre-season sort of, you know, fan days and stuff like that, it's packed. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, the fans were there. The diehards were there. You know, you, they wouldn't leave you alone. You know, not in a bad way. Just you know, obviously yeah, they course, wanted yeah. signatures and they wanted this to the shine and mm-hmm. light and get the photos with them and stuff like that. It's just I don't yeah. know. Maybe for me, it was just the stadium being too big. Then maybe yeah. <laughs> you um, know what I mean? Well, that's again we go back to that scenario we where about, we talk about the Wanderers. That at that time was Parramatta Stadium it was only twenty thousand people. Tiny, yeah, yeah. You know, so tiny, tiny stadiums are unreal in that sense. Absolutely, and that's why we, um, <laughs> you know, Ben and I, obviously one of our favourite grounds to go and watch football at is Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just an yeah, amazing stadium. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's the best best way to go through. But I think that's why everyone loves FA Cup so much too, though. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's so confined. That everyone's so close. The environments, the atmosphere, everyone's right on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. You know? As I said, it's an interesting. Um, as I said, the FA obviously was the best thing. One of the best things that come in. It was. It was good. Gives it obviously, you know, the teams like the MPL sides and everything else a, a, a very good chance. You know, we've seen so many upsets 
over the years and everything else. Um, Benno and I went to one down here at Green Gully against the Central Coast Mariners. <laughs> in jet ski. Only two blokes wearing jet ski just to, just to give stick to the Mariners. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah, then, um, they, then they lost and got their manager sacked the next morning. It, it was oh. great. It was great. I felt, yeah, I felt, I felt so proud. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like we would contributed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that was the halfway bomb, wasn't it, from... Um, yeah, Liam Boland. Liam Boland, yeah, Liam Boland, halfway special, over the top. Um, but, yeah, so obviously you, you you left Brisbane to come to the Jets. Um, apparently, there was... You, you were meant to come a little bit earlier than what yeah. you actually did. There yeah, was meant so, to be... Uh, but they voided it. What happened there? Yeah, so at that stage... Um... I was uh, unhappy at, at Brisbane more so with my playing opportunity. Yep. Um, and I'd spoken to uh, Scott Miller and he he wanted me to come across. This is when in the January transfer window. Yep. Would have been the same transfer as Ugarkovic, so the time-wise. Yep. Um, but Brisbane at that stage had six, seven players with the Socceroos for the Asian Cup. That's when Brisbane yep. were hosting it. Um, yep. So at that stage... That Luisi's told me that they needed me and they couldn't let me go and they wanted to use me. But over that four-week period in January, I sat on the bench, I think, once or twice, but I didn't, I didn't play. So mm. it was disappointing after that. And it kind of kind of cemented my decision to leave that, obviously, when my contract finished, to go to Newcastle. What was and it like under Aloisi? See, it's not that. It was his coach. The assistant coach. Yeah. Was Ross Aloisi? Ross Aloisi. So John was yeah. the coach, and Ross was the assistant. So, as I still enjoyed my time in Brisbane, it was mm. I was just disappointed with playing time, right? Um, so when the opportunity beckoned to go to Newcastle, where, um, for one, it was closer to home too, because I'm a Sydney boy, mm. and then everything was on paper as if I'd be playing a lot. Um, it was hard to say no. Yeah, you know, so. Obviously, it was disappointing when I got there and just before the season started, Scott Miller got sacked. You know what I mean? But at that time, when I had looked at the contract, it's easy on hindsight to say, no, he should have stayed or he should have still gone. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was unpredictable, everything that happened afterwards. I suppose that's the biggest thing of being so young as well. You know I mean? At the end of the day, everything is a gamble at that age. Um, you know, you've, yeah. got take, you've got to take their word. You've got no idea. Um, yeah, ten, and the, and everyone there that walks on the pitch, and they they play, they want to do well enough to stay and play. Yeah, you know. So if you're not playing, then you have to figure out where you can play because otherwise, you don't play long enough. Yeah, then that makes it even harder for you, right? Because yeah. then no one else, other clubs, realistically ask you when was the last time you played. Mm. So the longer that question's been, the harder it is as a footballer to find another contract. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Um, obviously, you know. Two seasons thereabouts at the at the club. You scored a goal against your former club, Brisbane. Um, it was the only one for the Jets. How did you find your time um, in Newcastle? Obviously, you take Scotty Miller, Miller aside. Um, I can't remember who came in then. Who was that? That was, um, what's his name from Adelaide, wasn't it? Mark Jones. Jones, yeah. Jones from Adelaide. Um, yeah, how was he as a coach? How was, how was the, um, what, what was, what did he want to get out of you guys? If you can remember. Yeah, so Mark Jones, yeah, Mark Jones, um, he obviously came in a tough period, but so he had a team that he didn't select. He stepped in right before the season started and was still doing well in games. Yeah. But for me personally, I never got to play midfield. Hmm. 
So yeah. I had a couple of games here and there where I was in midfield, but I was playing, I don't know if you guys remember, I was playing false nine in front of Coco. Correct. Alexander Coco. Go, go, go. So it was obviously a different position, but I'm not like any of the other boys in the team either, but yeah. neither myself. If the coach says this is where you're going to play, you, you ask what your job is to do and you do it, right? 100%. So I did the best I could as a striker, but as a new coach that comes in, you could tell, yeah, obviously they have a lot of pressure on him. You know what I mean? To perform because he wants to try and secure a job. So that pressure kind of overlaid onto us, I felt like, as a team. To get performances, and when you're when you're playing for a proud proud team like Newcastle, then obviously you need results, you know. Correct. And that year we did well in patches, and we we would we wouldn't do so well, and it was very hot and cold, so it was a it was a tough year. And then he ended up leaving that season anyway, and Ernie Merrick came in. So, yeah. so again, it's another twelve months, and then new coach, so it's quite difficult. Yeah. And it's good, that's the biggest thing, you know. It's got to be so tough on players and everything else. Like at the end of the day, people can, you know, people like Ben and myself can sit here and just go, "Oh well, you know, shit, you're um, you're doing the thing you love and everything else." And obviously, so many people would be loved to be in your shoes. But at the same time, when a coach comes in halfway through or at the start of a season and just changes everything, it's again, you you got to sort of think of it from a player's point of view of how tough it actually is. Um, to possibly, you know, change. You're playing in, as you said, out of position. Mm. Um, you know, you, you caught flack for that if you're not doing 100% the best. Um, you know, you're not playing the best, obviously. Not No fault of yours, obviously. As you said, you come in wanting to play in midfield. You're not playing there. Um, ben can testify, obviously, currently. Johnny K for us at the moment. Trumas, he's got so much shit over the last three years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's been playing at a position. He's... He's only just sort of got back into a position that's he's used to playing in. Well, yeah, technically, he's a lot technically speaking, he's, he does, he's still he not playing in the correct position. Yeah, yeah. Well, was that Devonda? I'm saying Johnny K. A good example is he covers all the positions pretty yeah. much. And he does he does really well in all of them. Yeah, hundred percent. That's constantly, it. He was constantly. I remember that year. I think he was six at one stage, and then he was fullback. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think he may yeah. have slipped in centre back for a couple of games. I think. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing, you know. Like people just look at that and just go, "Oh, you know, he had a shit game." I'm like, "Well, can't well that's what I mean." But it was a wave, right? Because even that year, we beat Perth Glory in uh, in Perth. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is first time in a long time. Perth, so, so it's crazy. Like, I think it was just a very hot and cold year, and there were a lot of good things, and there was a lot of bad things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the guys in the chat. Put down here. What, what was uh, what's what's some of your favourite things about Newcastle? Oh, for me, for me, the, my best thing were the were the boys in that team. I don't think mm. I could have picked a better better change room to to experience my time there in Newcastle. They mm. were uh, well, unbelievable boys. I played with, you know, and they they helped me from the very start, especially uh, Bogues and Hoffman. Right, mm. for a young boy moving down from Brisbane, um, they really they went above and beyond to help yep. me my personal stuff moving in and whatnot. But you get that real uh that real like closeness to home in your castle, which I really liked. Mm. You know, I think it's because obviously it is a smaller town, small city that you do feel connected to everyone. Yeah. Obviously through the good times and the bad times, but yep. I think uh, I really enjoyed that in Newcastle. It felt like I was home. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think um obviously Lucas we had Lucas um on uh, last week, obviously another another youngster, 
just coming through at the Jets. And he said the exact same thing in regards to obviously Boogs and Hoffy and so forth. Yeah. It's just, he, he goes, he goes, without those boys, you know, making it as easy as they did, mm. um, it could have been a completely different, different. You know, yeah, yeah, completely different feeling yeah. and, you know, f- feeling a little bit outcast and everything else, which is not, not like I said, not, not what you want. Um, at the end of the day, whether you're playing 90 minutes every week or you're barely scraping the, to get onto the park, at the end of the day, you're a team regardless. And um, that's it. You know, you want that chemistry and you want that bond between players. Um, but yeah, yeah um, I've got a quick question for you. Sco- uh, Coco. Yeah, Coco. Yeah. yeah. Coco. How was he? How was he? What was he like? He come in, he come in with so much pepper, um, gave, gave Kale a spray. Yeah, um, <laughs> told him he was going to score more goals than him and everything else. He um, once he got again one another for the entire season. I think he got one. Yeah, another Newcastle Jets special import. He's I don't know our track record with imports is just terrible. Um, how was he? What was he like though? How was his training? Was he was he decent? The training. Oh, from memory, I think he was uh, he was very hot and cold. Yeah. Um, but I think if he. Uh, didn't pump himself up as much. It's kind of hard. You got Tim Cave was one of the best scorers for Australia. And then you come in and say you're going to score more than him. And you kind of you're building a big, uh, a big standard for yourself, you know. But um, he was. I think he was just very someone of hot and cold. Yeah, I think. But usually these visa players that come in, if they do absolutely really well in the first year, then they're probably too good for the league, right? Yeah, but. I think it takes a couple of seasons for anyone that's just coming to a foreign country. Oh, 100%. Really, really control. So, especially, yeah, when, but, especially when he's here playing in our summer and he's just come across from Finland when he's, he's playing in the snow. Finland, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, he's, uh, he's kind of personality, relaxed personality and kind of guy. It was very opposite to, I think, what he expected mm-hmm. in the A-League. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Where uh... if you're a striker, you need to be scoring. Every week, yeah. Well, that's know, it. At least on target. Goals, need to be on target. You can't be as relaxed and yeah. go lucky as you think. Yeah, you and that's the biggest would problem. be acceptable, especially not in maybe Newcastle where he will leave his apartment and you'll see everyone there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You go to the cafe, everyone loves Newcastle Jets. So I think it's very different, right? Yeah, and that's the biggest thing with Newcastle. Obviously, we've had um, <clears throat> Arroyo this year. Again, you know, come in Panama International, everything else, but again, just didn't cut it. Um, had, he, had his moments. Oh, look, he, he, his, his skill. I'm, I'm not. I, I think his skill level and everything else was again quality of a international footballer play, who plays currently in the international setup for Panama. Yeah, but his finishing was just woeful. It was just non-existent. Um, he was. I don't know. He was just a little bit behind the game. It makes you think about the level of what we have in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all our players in Australia and A League, all these boys could do if they had if they had opportunity overseas. The same yeah. way we talk about opportunity here, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. It really makes you think like we do have a high level, but it's just hard when we're so far away as well. Maybe. What's the biggest thing I've always said, and I've, I've said this been on many occasions as well, and obviously plenty, plenty of people is for me getting internationals over here. We need to stop looking at the strike power. We need to be looking at internationals who can play through midfield and through the back, who you know, who are great communicators and obviously great, you know, great with their feet and obviously distribution. Anyone can score a goal. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's you know, with the right service. I yeah. think if you get the right service, 
and they can virtually, you know, like obviously, um, your um, what's his name? I.e. Joe Ledley. Ledley, Diamante, uh, you know, players like that at the moment, yeah. obviously. Players who, can just, players who control a game. Yeah. They just thread thread the needle and obviously there you go. It doesn't matter. You know, obviously, um, Burgess obviously played for the Jets, played at the Jets and, you know, nothing, yeah. you know. But obviously goes somewhere like that and gets delivered balls onto a silver platter. Shit. He's yeah. now um, playing some pretty decent football. Um, what have we got in here? Oh, the wife just popped in. Here we go. Here, how how is Chantel? <laughs> yeah, she feels good. There she you keeps go. Herself busy as she does. Keeps <laughs> herself busy. That's the mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah. what we, what's it like to uh, what's it like to play in F three derby? Oh, F three derby's the best. That was one thing. Um, I said that I was really excited about Newcastle, right? Because Brisbane don't. Ha- Brisbane have a derby, which is like everyone, because everyone wants to be Brisbane. But when you have a set derby, F3 derby, that was my first ever derby competition, right? I never played yeah. against a proper derby, like a Sydney derby or Big Blue or F3 derby. So I loved it. I was pumped. And um, yeah. I had all my family there, you know what I mean? Everyone's there watching. It was good. That was one of my favorite experiences there. I think I tried chipping Izzo from halfway and I just missed two. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I went for it. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, the best you... thing I remember from the F3 derby that year was, quote, it's not a derby, it's just another game of football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... Um... And 24 hours, Jonesy was gone. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was his um, famous quote. That was a big it? mistake. That was his biggest mistake. Well, that pretty much sold it. That's definitely sealed his that, fate. Yeah, that's, um, safe. that's yeah. sealed his fate. Uh, what have we got? Another one here. What was it like to play? What was it like to play with the bling queen, Malele himself? <laughs> oh. Yeah, Malele. He was a top guy, yeah, but I think he, uh, I think he's similar into the Coco. You know what I mean? They come from a different environment. Mm. Yeah, uh, into the A League where they're very just relaxed, like different culture, and there wasn't that adjustment. You know? Yeah. Mm. Because like you say, you're calling him Bling my, Bling my Lele, which is obviously would be so accepted where he's from. <laughs> but you come to Newcastle, it was very different, right? Yeah, that's it. How We're much Bling the... people wearing that down there? Yeah. Uh, Bar Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, yeah, no no Blinging down there, mate. Freaking get your... I've got him on I've got him on Instagram. And now I, I'll tell you right now, I don't scout Instagram very often. And the main two people that I do look at on Instagram is Marley Lay for all these photos with all these like his Gucci rings and stuff like that. It's fantastic to watch him and Diamante just purely yeah, for the videos. Diamante's a dude. He's yeah. he's quality. He's such he's a gentleman. Over. Yeah, he's all over. He's we had, um... Well, he's he's been there, done that, huh? Oh, so. yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's Luke. It. We were talking about him the other day. Me and Josh were. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Brownie, because yeah, we'll he signed another contract with Sutton United. Brownie, yeah, captain out there. Yes. Yeah. Well, Brown, yeah. is there now too, right? So they're in the same club now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's, mm. Yeah. Good. Um. Yeah. No, he's doing well. Obviously down there. Obviously, um, I think it's a little bit lower than what he should be at. But again, he's captain. Yeah. Captain in the club. He loves it down there. So good on him. Um, no, no, and and all the rest. I, I, I can't remember. I think it was like twenty-eight when he was playing with us. He's like thirty-two or something now. He's still young. Yeah, I couldn't believe. 
I can't believe he was that young when he was playing with us. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. close to 30s then. Um, Always remember the goal he scored in Ballarat. Ballarat. Mm. Was, oh, yeah, that was a few years ago. Against City. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you play much FIFA? And how was it um, being a part of the game? <laughs> I used to play a lot more FIFA than I do now. Quite busier yeah. now. Back to the 9 to 5 life, so you'd say. But, um, <laughs> no, living, living the lifestyle of the A-League footballer, you take it for granted, right? Mm. Yeah. Because you got you ha- you lose a lot of things, you sacrifice a lot of a lot of things, but at the same time you have a lot of benefits. So, yeah. I loved it. I loved it, the whole thing. You know yeah. what I mean? From from I was very young when I started, so I can always get people think I'm I'm twenty seven, twenty six because I started so early in Brisbane. Mm. So I still spent a fair bit in the A League, but I loved it from from the very end to when I left Jets. Right, I still see the boys here and there. I still go down to Newcastle when yeah. I can. Um, I'm down there fairly often, to be fair, before before COVID. My jewel is down there from my wedding, and my missus gets some of her jewellery down there. So we make the effort to drive down. Mm. Yep. But, um, and, and why wouldn't you? It's a great spot. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. See, when, I was in, when I was in Newcastle, I was living out in Glendale. Yeah, so oh, I was further out from the centre. So I was down Hunter Valley all the time. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, a nice. it's only 35 minutes up the road. Bloody oath. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple in here. We'll get back to yours in a sec, Elliot, because that's one that we we're going to sort of lead off with um, into mm. obviously a bit more deeper about football and everything else. There's one down here from <laughs> CNA School. Benno, you want to have that one? It is. How is Andrew Hall to play with and drink with? Uh, I never shared a drink with Hooley. Lucky, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but on the pitch, for me, me and him, we got along really well. Because mm-hmm. we were actually, he was a what he was uh, when I first came in. I was a left left sided midfielder, and he was a left sided winger. Yeah, yeah. So we we started to combine really well, and this was still Nordstrom was up front. Oh no! Early no. days, early days, we really got along. Yeah. But, um, Again, another shame, another shame. Obviously, he's still young and everything else, and now he's yeah. He's, he's he's just because he's obviously an, uh, a Newcastle boy. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one where we we're talking about. Coco saying certain comments where maybe it's just better to keep it keep it down, right? Low level. <laughs> because it, it kept coming back to him. You know? Yes, absolutely. No, I can't. As a can't, guy, no. he was a top guy, you know what I mean? I had mm. no problems with Hooli at all. It's just uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, tough it's... when you're a Newcastle boy and you know everyone there, so the biggest thing is he was you know, a guy that did he knows everybody and so yeah. forth. I, I don't think really anyone really had any dramas with him until he opened no. his mouth. Going overseas to Europe, and Europe apparently was the central coast. <laughs> yeah, the play- great F three jump, eh? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, but the tifos at the next F three derby were fantastic. Yeah, we, I remember yeah. it. With, I remember the tifo. It said, "Get your passports out. We're going to Europe." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what okay. you want, but you want to go to F three derbies, and you want that, right? Yeah, talking oh, about too. atmosphere and fans, you need that that like bitterness. You know what I mean? You'd hate to miss it. The, the players feel that, you know. You're on the pitch, and you see you see that in the crowd. It picks up your team. We yeah. got we got told while we were in the was that that derby, Josh eight two. You we went it. to. Oh, yeah. We we got we got told by the security guards at the at Central Coast Stadium to stop saying Andrew Hall's name, otherwise we'll get kicked out. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're giving him so much shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't even talk about it. You guys should come to the Sydney United game one weekend. Oh, oh, laddie, be, laddie, be all over that. Uh, sit in it with our uh, supporter group. You hear what they say? Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah, freaking yeah, um, a good motive out. Get kicked out for saying Andrew Hall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> laddie, no, laddie, would be all over that. Up close, that's it. Really good mate of ours, some diehard Sydney, um, Sydney fan, and he's yeah, he'd be all over that. He'd be down yeah. there freaking smashing tins with the boys and. Uh, again, but that's the joys of local football. That's what it is. It's a rivalry, and it is brutal. I can remember a game playing at, um, you know, Adams. Not you always played at Adams Ten State League back, um, back ten years ago when it was actually called the State League, not NPL now. But, um, <laughs> and you're playing derbies and stuff like that against Magic and Hamilton Olympic and all that shit. And it was chaos. It was like yeah. you, you were you were more scared in the middle of the pitch than what you were off it. Like. You were so because they were just sitting on either side and they're just yelling abuse across across from you guys. Easier yeah, in the middle, yeah. it's across there throwing shit at each other and cross those. What? Oh shit! They're gonna friggin' um. But again, but again, the passion, the love of football. Yeah. That's it. It's what it is. And they the final whistle blows or whatever it is, and they po- they peel out of the stadium and so be it. And they move on and wait till the next one. But um, that's um yeah, the yeah, joy of local football. Bloody, what else have we got there? So we'll start moving, obviously, out of the Newcastle sort of thing. Um, it didn't, it obviously didn't work out. Um, you moved on, um, moved down to, back down to Sydney, down to Blacktown. Um, yeah. 40 plus odd games or whatever it was, a few goals, a couple of good seasons. Um, and a decent what, FFA Cup run too. I was going to say, the if FFA I remember Cup correctly. Was, yeah. Well, that's one of the top clubs. Yeah, that's another top club, but. I was friends with Danny Choi. Yeah. Ah. I, played, I played with Danny before I went to Brisbane. Oh, there you so, go. And he was there too. So we kind of had that connection. Um, yep. And uh, at, like I said, when I first went up, my first uh, initial thought was to kind of relaunch, so to speak, right? Come back, play, and then try and uh, work my way back from there. But that decision came from FFA Cup run. Mm. Blacktown being a club makes a good FA Cup run, you know. So that kind of helps me make my decision to go back to Blacktown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, we talk about Blacktown. Obviously, you know, the Campbelltown. Obviously, the MacArthur now got their team in there, mate. Um, mm. what's it like out that way? You know what I mean? What's the what's the football? You know, obviously, us obviously is Novocastrians and Victorians. What's how passionate are they out that sort of out that way? The back end of Sydney. Yeah, they're they're passionate out this way for sure. There are there are a lot of people at that way that feel like they're too far to support Sydney FC, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't feel as close enough to support West Sydney Wanderers. Yep. So you kind of got like a lot of people that are very just comfortable, you know what I mean? Just watching the league. Yeah. But now that there's a team and it's a growing area too. As in, like, there still is a lot of empty, empty land and em- empty, empty suburban areas, which is still growing. So over time, as well, it's a, it's an area I think that's going to be just as big as mm-hmm. as these Western Sydney and Sydney FC supporter groups. Let's be honest. Obviously, um, you know, they they've sold out their um met all their first lot of membership packs that they bought out there, the, their main mm, one. And cool there was place. so much hype on it about how expensive it was compared to obviously other clubs. 
Um, like it was ridiculously expensive compared to say the Newcastle Jets. Like, like really did. It was like an extra thirty bucks or something, an extra twenty bucks or so a month um, yeah. on your membership. But again, it sold out. Um, yeah. So obviously, it, it shows obviously how keen and how excited people are in that area to not have to, obviously not have to travel into the city sort of thing to, um, to now watch football and get behind, obviously, another homegrown Sydney team. So, well, yeah, we've yeah, well, got Wanderers that play out of what now Bank West and West, yeah. Campbelltown Stadium. Yeah. So that was obviously a joint supporter base, but I mm. think more people would prefer a MacArthur Bulls set up at Campbelltown than a Wanderers. Yeah. I think it helps too. MacArthur Bulls helps too, and Wanderers aren't doing so well either. So I think it helps him. Mm. The people that were a bit unsure, they're definitely yep. now probably committing to the new team. More commitment, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Elliot, this brings into yours, mate, that I wasn't answering before. Uh, always rated you at Newey. Um, do you see more options to return now that the, there's an, an exodus across the league due to COVID? See, um, I get asked a lot, do you want to go back to A-League? Are you interested in going back to A-League? So a bit more into what I'm doing now. I coach full-time with Football Tech, an academy up here in Sydney, yep. which was which was academy I was part of when I was, when I was younger, 10, 11, when I was much younger. So I'm very, very passionate about that and, and my coaching with them, that my mentality now would be if I was offered an A-League contract, I would then have to, to figure out what I'm doing here rather than what it was before, right? If I was mm. off the contract, I'd take that straight away, figure out what else I'm doing. Yeah. So I think if I if I was the time where I got if I did get offered a contract then it would be more me leaning towards how would it uh affect what I'm doing here rather than would I take the contract straight away. Yep. Mm. You know, I just had a different mindset, different different time in my life where I'm really enjoying my coaching and trying to uh pass on more of what I experienced in my short time to kids that want to go through. Yeah. You know, because obviously there was a lot of that that I was unaware of until I experienced it, right? So mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying that. Plus, it's something that's so close to my heart because I was part of it since I was a young kid. So it's just another part of what what stemmed from, from leaving Newcastle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think the biggest but, thing is in regards to, obviously, you know, you're talking about, you know, there's so much to weigh up and everything else now. Um, again, obviously, do you talk, everyone's like talking about COVID now. Obviously, it's a great opportunity for youth and everything else. But at the same time, though, it's a lot of you know people going. I don't want to move from where I am. You know, yeah. we're comfortable. Everything's good. Um, you know, whether they're playing at MPL level or they're in a A League academy or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, I'm not going anywhere. It's you know, let's just see it out for a bit and stick with it. Um, for well, me, I think, like I said to you guys before, but the biggest thing is that players want to play. Correct. And and obviously the reality is not everyone plays. There's eleven players on the pitch, but yeah, you, yeah. It, when you speak to a young kid yeah. and they ask, well, when I speak to young kids and they ask, where should we go? What should I do? You tell them go somewhere where you're going to play. So it's hard because you get people that that don't get an opportunity when they should really deserve it, or yeah. they're not really in that. They don't get the luck, too. You need a bit of luck as well, right? Just like anything else. Correct. And they're just unlucky, you know? And I think there's... Uh, now, with the way things are, and obviously clubs need to spend less money, I think it is the best time to to look into these kind of players. Like, for example, if I talk about Sydney United, I'm talking about Patton Tommy that was at Western United. Mm-hmm. 
Yanni yeah. Picardus have had opportunity at yes. first flight. These are guys that that I think can do just as well as I did, probably better. I would say more, you know, yep. given the opportunity, right? And and it's close to me, but Joey Coletti, who's someone who's at we're talking about Brisbane. Joe Coletti, who played Champions League, he was he was captain yeah. of the national team under under twenty threes, under seventeens, World Cup, everything. Who's stuck without a club right now, right? Who's in Norway? Who's uh Norway still wanting back, but obviously it's hard for him to get overseas. Yeah. I've obviously just given you three names of players that would go into the A League now and do really well. Yeah. Yep. I've you always had a soft spot for Coletti. Yeah, oh, Joe Coletti up there, Brisbane. Everyone loved him in Brisbane. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just, he's a good just a bit of bad luck too, you know. Yeah. yeah Alex you know? didn't want to keep him, which is fair. Hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So he gets released, but then six months later, there's new coaches up there anyway. So that's what yeah. I mean by a bit of luck. It's hard. Yeah. But he, um, right? I suppose it's a bit, it's a bit like Mr. Faramini as well. Yeah. So well, yeah, Musti Mini, big, big example. His contract mm-hmm. he was very unlucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Very unlucky, but very yeah, lucky but as well. Too. They took him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He was. Well, it just shows they didn't want to let him go. No, he was the captain. Yeah, he was doing really well. He was the captain, you know. Yeah. But he he had other things to consider. He just had a new newborn baby, yeah. his wife. You know, maybe he thinks about what he's going to do from there. He comes back. Mm. Yeah, there's always more to it, you know. That's a big thing. That's it. You got to look at obviously the bigger picture and everything else, and. As I said, it's you, you got to stop thinking about loyalty these days. You know what I mean? Like it used to be so big back in the day, and not anymore. Know, one club players and all this sort of stuff. Even if you sort of weren't playing every game or whatever it was, you know, you sort of felt like you owed the club that gave you something. Yeah, you know, it like, gave you a chance. Obviously, you know, give them, give them something. But nowadays, yeah. as I said, it's yeah, you've got to take what you can, and as you, you've got to go to a club where you're playing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, you, know, you look at obviously um, Andrew Hull is is a good one. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't getting the game time at Newcastle and we can sit here and bag the shit out of him as much as we like for going to the Central Coast Mariners. Ben Kennedy's another one. They went They went to the, our arch rivals. Yeah, they went for... for played every week. Yeah. yeah. They played every week. Yeah. What are you going to do? You, you know, he, he needs to earn a living. Um, and if you're going to get... If you get told you're going to get played pretty well every week and at the end of the day, you, you can see it as a player. You know, you know who's in the squad and who's there. You go, oh, you know, look, I can match up all right with him, or shit, yeah. you know, that's going to be a you challenge. You size yourself up. You yeah, got to be, you, you got to be realistic too, but right, because yeah. if if I just compare myself, when I was at the Jets, who who it was hard for me to play. Who am I going to play in front of? Ronald Vargas, you know what yeah. I mean, and yeah. Pato Rodriguez, right? They were both yeah. on guns and on fire. Yeah. Yep. And I was not not a defensive player, not enough to be a defensive player. But even if I was. Who am I going to play in front of, Vukakovic or Kenorovsky? There's no way, right? Yeah. So it's just a bit of that as well, you know what I mean? It's hard. you got these clubs. they got some. They got gun players. Yeah. yeah. And, so and they it's... get a bit of luck maybe through players that get international call-ups or they, they yeah. end up leaving and it provides opportunity, you know? <laughs> so you kind of got to find that balance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly hard. right. Yeah. Uh, Aiden's put in here, mate. Uh, when you were younger, obviously, even now, who, who do you, who do you yeah. support overseas? Um, always, I always support a different team in different uh, different countries. Yeah, so England? EPL, I'm always Arsenal supporter. So that's been tough. Going down tomorrow, mate. But growing up, oh, I was the best, right? Because it was Henri Invincibles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but Henri in, Perez. In Spain, it was always uh, Barcelona. 
from Barcelona, boy. Yeah. Boy. Sounds, sounds like another freaking mate of ours, bloody Terence Ben. Yeah. <laughs> oh, remembers all the highs. You're the Invincibles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you lost against us. Well, maybe I've always, always backed the underdog. <laughs> yeah, but then Chesney had a howler in the in the Carabao Cup against us and lost it to us. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I'll never, let, I'll never let him move that down. I'll tell you what cracks me up. Bloody old mate the arm um, yesterday was it for Chelsea. Takes a piss break, runs off the pitch, goes to the toilet, and then still walks away with man of the match. No, that was Eric. That was Eric Dyer, wasn't it? For Tottenham. Yeah, Dyer. <laughs> well, Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham. Sorry, Tottenham. Yeah. yeah, it was Eric Dyer. Yeah. Eric Dyer. Yeah, for Tottenham. Freaking just, just wanders off. <laughs> See, my back. biggest thing. Just talking about that. It makes you wonder how many, how many kids now though would look up and say, "Which whose team do you support? Who's your favorite team?" And they'd say, "Elite players." Yeah. Or yeah. Elite club. That's what we want. You want to try and create the environment in Australia, right? Correct. Yeah. That's what you Everyone hope. to watch it. Because even that answer there, you think of overseas, you don't think of the A-League. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, have to try and create that environment. Before we obviously let you go, we do want to talk to you a little bit, obviously, about, you know, again, you're still sort of in that young young category. Um, you, you, you played for the under-23s. Um, scored twice, I think, with the under-23s, or was it the Joeys? Scored two international goals for Australia. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, it depends. You've got a few so many friendlies. You get them yeah, all I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only count the, the proper ones. <laughs> yeah. Wiki, Wiki only counts the proper ones. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't really like to go off it. But, um, but yeah, you, you played, obviously, you know, for the under-23s. How was that as an experience? Obviously, young kid representing your country. Again, obviously, you know, back when I was 20, um, not that I ever did, but obviously it was a lot easier to represent, obviously, at under-16 levels and everything else because they just give so many youth players a chance. Mm. You'd take one youth team to one friendly and then, obviously, there'd be 16 other kids from you know, around Australia for the next one. But yeah. Well, you, 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 know, you know it's bad when the, when the Victorian rep squad gave me an under-16 call-up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm long retired now. But what was that like? Mate? Yeah, what was well, it like representing your country? Well, I was with the under twenties with Port Ocon. Oh, Ocon, yeah, right. Younger, younger boy. So, yep. and obviously, I love that experience. We had a lot of games overseas in America um, with that squad. So then, come under twenty threes, because I was end of year October born ninety five. Um, they actually, I became a senior player in that team. You know what I mean? Yep. With Stefan Mork and and kind of older player. So that was I actually really enjoyed that because it was my first actual experience of being an older player. Because mm. I had been so many years as a young kid, as a young boy, and I was bouncing around captaincy with with Aspro as well at the time too. With Gombau as the coach, so I really, I really, really enjoyed that. And um, I'm one of those guys that collect jerseys, right? So I got heaps of jerseys, memorabilia, <laughs> and the stuff from that. So. Yeah, we went to we went to Myanmar and we qualified under Gomba. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I love that. That was a top experience. Crazy country to be in in Myanmar. <laughs> you know what I mean? So another world over there. Absolutely. But out of twenty threes, yeah. Loved it. Highlight loved it. highlight of my career <laughs> under twenty threes. So if you can give me um give me three. Give me three highlights. Three things that stand out in your international slash um, we'll go A League career. Three, three, right. three moments. Three goals, games, people you've played with, whatever. 
All right, three three highlights. Yeah, I already got them from my head. Number one, my goal and debut against Phoenix. Yep. That was uh, cause that whole day it was crazy, cause I think it was still unsure if I was gonna start that game, and Liam Miller I think was sick, so he couldn't play. And Mike Mulvey told me like two minutes before team chat, so I wasn't even prepared to start. <laughs> I'd been on the bench for so many, so many like months and not playing that he told me that uh, I was starting. So I scored the equalizer that game and then Brandon scored the winner. So that was, that's number one highlight for me. Yeah. Uh, number two, even though I didn't score, it would have to be my shot against Liverpool for Brisbane. Mm. Oh yes, and that was just so close. It's yes. still like I still get like angry that it didn't go in because I've seen so many times that it drops for me, and it was <laughs> the one time I needed it and it didn't. Right, so, but just that whole Liverpool game in general, more so. Yeah, that was just unreal. That Sun Court. Yeah, I was actually there. I've actually got a scarf behind me. So yeah, that was the top, and I got to swap jerseys with Henderson that game too. That was actually because oh. uh, we finished the game. Quick story now. I think we finished the game. Yeah. And I turned around, and it was Henderson. And I looked at him for a second. I go, nah, someone's asked him. Because everyone during the game, they will ask each other. Yeah, of course. Because come the Villarreal game, before that, I asked the number 10 for them. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found out three of the other boys asked him. And when he walked off, he threw it in the crowd. Didn't even give it to anyone. <laughs> so, yeah, he got to us all up. So Henderson, I'm like, surely someone's asked him. I just said, can I have your jersey? Can we swap jerseys? And he goes, yes, no problem. I'll give it to you after the game. I don't want to take it off. He was obviously the captain, so he didn't want to walk around no shirt. Mm. Yeah. And then a couple of the other boys asked him after me, and he said, no, I've already promised promised me. So I was buzzy. But then <laughs> I couldn't find him. So he, when later on, I went to the change room, and eventually I sent my jersey in. He sent his out, and I finally got it. Um, so my jersey he probably forgot in the change room, but I still have his one. <laughs> yeah, but one of the kid boys has probably got yours hanging up somewhere, man. Yeah, my brother-in-law is a diehard Liverpool fan, yeah. diehard, big time. So when I actually he came, he flew up to Brisbane for the game. I ended up giving him my jersey. I'd be giving him Henderson's jersey after the game. Oh, and he loved it. Damn, I bet he did. Yeah, I bet he, he did. He was a bit unsure how to take it, and I said to him, "You're gonna have the jersey. I got to play the game." So. That's fine. <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. tell you what, freaking Christ. As yeah. a guy had Liverpool myself, mate, that's, oh. Yeah, it was unreal. He still got it. And what a moment. Lucky, but did my mother-in-law tried washing it. And I said, hey, you don't wash these jerseys. No. I'm like, it's meant to smell forever. <laughs> you get it. I tell you what. Lucky. There's only it's one lucky. time that my missus has ever washed one of my football kits. I, like you, am a massive football kit collector. Yeah. Um, she washed it once, and it was my Birmingham City hundred years at St Andrews Stadium oh. shirt. And you know how it's got like all that screen printing across the front. Yeah, it's all she creepy. accidentally washed it, put it in the dryer, and half a screen printing fell off, and I absolutely lost it because <laughs> I bought that from the stadium the year in in two thousand and six when I was there directly yeah. from the stadium, and I was like, this is like. I don't care that you kill any of my other 40, There's 50 odd shirts, like just no, that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That's it. No, I, I hand-washed them, hand them all. So, <laughs> as, as compensation, I took her signed jet shirt. So, <laughs> That's it. so now I've got That's two it. signed jet shirts. Bloody well, number, number three number for three? me would be uh, when we played Beijing Guan 
in Brisbane for mm. Champions League. Oh yeah. That it was that loud that we couldn't um we couldn't even yell at each other. Couldn't hear nothing. Oh wow. <laughs> Just them. Right, so me, me and Brello, we're close best mates, and we're looking at each other, and we just, I gave each other this look like, yeah, we're not going to hear each other, we're just going to play, <laughs> and we ended up winning that game. So it was that was number three for sure. Bloody up there, yeah. So it was it was right in there, proper <laughs> proper loud, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it. It's 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 what you want. Obviously, you know, same thing. I can I can relate. Obviously, you're watching Liverpool versus Melbourne. Liverpool yeah. versus Melbourne. Oh, yeah. 90, 98, 98, 99,000 screaming. Oh, man. It was at it was, G, wasn't it? It was at G. It was, it was by far the best day. It was 500 bucks or whatever it was well spent. <laughs> Just yeah, literally 100%. right behind the dugout, like right behind the Liverpool boys. I was like two rows behind them. Um, Yeah. Just buzzing. When you when you can't hear anything, you just imagine what it's like for the players. Like... <laughs> Oh, oh, can't you can't hear your mates and you can't hear blokes sitting right next to you where you're not trying to concentrate. Now we're trying to do a well, stuff you're phase, and... you phase in and out, yes. Different yeah. players take it differently. But yeah. when you're actually playing, you don't hear too much. Yeah. But it just depends. Depends. No. Um, obviously, yeah. quick talk. Obviously, you're saying you're part of, the academy, part of an academy um, in Sydney. Yeah. They're yeah. a big one too, aren't they, I believe? I think they've got like um, – they're pretty big, yeah? Yeah, well, see, football tech, yeah, I was a graduate myself of football tech. So they, yeah. they, I trained with them all the way through to when I went to Brisbane. Yeah, right. So the boys, the short way of putting it, they do, they, they do the best to create the best possible environment for their players. Yep. Right? So they have two facilities out here in southwest Sydney where we have our full-time players, where we're like their club, you know, and they train with us. But the boys do things differently. They're both Glenn and Jason Trafiro, Trafiro brothers. They both have played in the A-League as well. Yeah, Trafiro, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they do things very differently to everyone else where they want the best possible outcome for the player. Yep. You know, and uh, it's one of those things where if you saw it, then you'd be blown away. Hmm. You know? And yeah, I've seen, I've seen some stuff. photos because they've got their own, like, sort of got, like, a little stadium or... Button, yeah, well, that's like our, yeah, they are two facilities. Yeah. And, well, all those photos are my photos, huh? Yeah. And that's one <laughs> thing I picked up was photography. So yeah. the weirdest thing for the boys, the Jets, is I didn't tell anyone, is because for some social for social media content in Sydney, I cover games for Perth Glory now. Oh. When, oh, I, when I can get there. So it was Jets v Perth Glory, and I was there taking photos. And they were tripping out a little bit, seeing me there on the <laughs> sideline. Taking photos there, yeah. Wow. At, at McDonald Jones. So I think one of the guys, he didn't, he didn't realise, and he goes, oh, do you know your way around? I go, yeah, I've been here once or twice before. Like, yeah, I've been here once or twice. But, yeah, I'm still still growing on that. But, Classic. yeah, Football Tech, definitely something to uh, follow online. Cause, um, yeah, no, as I said, guys, yeah, absolutely, in the chat. If he's yeah, on, I've just done um, the link in chat. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've seen so uh, many photos on. I think on academy the... is the wrong word, right? Because even mm. though we are technically an academy, they're trying to they're trying to do something. Just not they're not people to say we're trying to change the game in Australia. They're mm. just trying to do what the best possible things they can for the kids that come through the doors. Mm. Yeah, you know? See, the biggest thing for me is, and it's the one thing that I, you know, nearly every. The funny thing is, nearly everyone we get on here, 
especially probably since COVID hit. Um, obviously, Joe Wheelhouse's um, bloody, what's his name from up up north? Um, oh, I've just gone blank. Yeah. Can't remember, can't remember his name. Stop me. Um, yeah, the, everyone's got an academy. Everyone's got a training school and shit like that. Mm. I don't know. For me, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's a there's a really really good article written by Lucy Zelich, right? She did an article on mm. football tech, and I yeah. featured in that one because I was uh, training Corey Gamiro. He came oh, yeah. in one on one. He ones in private training. Yeah, and she sums it up quite nice in the article. So that'd be a good read. Um, I think she did it for yeah. the World Game. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah no, in Sydney, Sydney. I mean, it's just something that I don't know. There's there's so many academies, mate. There's like, do you? Yeah, I mean, there's so many academies around. Um, obviously everyone doing their own thing. Um, you know, yours, your one is a little bit different. Obviously it's, it's a big, bigger scale, but obviously, you know, your smaller ones to me, I was just more. In... Yeah. Zenon. Zenon. That's it. Zenon Caravella. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah Caravella. So we play games against Caravella. He has a, a yeah, academy up north. in North Queensland. We go up there and compete. Yeah. But we yeah. were, yeah, before. Really. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, for me, it's just, I'd love to see something put together you know all these i'd love to take you know in my head it's like the biggest thing of what we've taken out of look listening to other older players um is how much they need and would love the um ais to come back the academy oh, yeah, AIS, yeah definitely you know yeah. what i mean it was so beneficial for so many australians and everything else which is what obviously all these academies smaller academies and everything else are trying to do they're trying to raise the next Young next big thing, yeah. yeah. I just, I'm just like in my head, it's just like you look at all these plays your Zen and Caravellas, your Joe Wheelhouses, friggin' um, but it's just yeah, again, nearly every freaking A League, X A League, got one, Scotty Miller, bloody heaps of like all the boys in Adelaide have got one, nearly all the past players in Adelaide have got an academy themselves. Mm. Um, and I'm just in my head, I'm like, sure, I would love to just see these guys just all come together, take all their knowledge, and then just start something massive. Start you know, yeah, what, 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 what are your thoughts uh, on that? Yeah, I mean, I would you what that chat with Aloysius and that uh, Craig Moore, uh, Swartzer, Viduka? Yes, yeah, they were trying to discuss something like that, weren't they? Correct, yes, yeah, and that's that's where it really hit me. I was watching that exactly that, and yeah, yeah, you know, they're just like obviously, the you know, we need an, an AIS, we need an institute where the best players in Australia come to one place. Yeah, and they get trained, and they live together, and they live and breathe. Well, they're pros straight away exactly. before, mm. exactly. before anything exactly else. Right. They had, yeah, they had professionalism, right? Yeah, and that's the biggest thing for me, and that's the thing. You know, Australian football needs to grow. It needs to grow, obviously, a lot bigger than what it is. Um, the women's game now, obviously, getting the World Cup is massive. That, that's yeah, that's very women's good. Game. Yeah. I think it's good for the women's game because that's saying that Deserves more credit, I think, than what it gets. Oh, yeah, I'm, and I'm even, they played, they played against Brazil and Newcastle. Well, I'm into that game. We love yeah. that. Misses. We love that. All right. Yeah. With packed McDonald Jones Stadium full. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Then the wife went yeah. down to that one. Chili. Yeah. Chili as well. Yeah. It, it, that's the best thing. And you know, the biggest thing is we've had a few of the girls on the X Jet current and X Jets, obviously, and um, just listening to what they go through and what they have to deal with is atrocious the fact that and the know, big difference between what sort of stuff you get at newcastle versus what you get at melbourne city 
because of the price tag and because of the name Yuck. is stupid. But you know, four month contracts. Can you imagine yourself, Devante? Like you, you, you go, you sign, get signed to an A League club on a four month contract. Yeah, well, a lot of these girls don't get an off season, right? That's it. Because uh, they sign, say, in W League, and once W League finishes, they sign if they have the opportunity overseas. Mm. Yeah. Or they majority of them, or the majority of them come to NPL New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Really so obviously, like... a few of the girls, Hannah Brewer. Um, yeah. I train often with Nikki Flannery, right? She was uh, oh, yeah. another Jets girl. And yep. now she's up here, yeah. up here in Sydney. Yeah, and that's it. You know, obviously, um, yeah. there's a few of them. Tara, obviously, yeah, Tara. Tara um, Andrews. You know, they carpool. You know, they'll work, they'll work during the day, finish at four or five o'clock or whatever it is, and then friggin' travel to Sydney just for training. Yeah, they and then work come hard. Back. Yeah. You know, just it's just crazy what they have to go through. Um where, you know, in my head, I'm like, shit, surely they can be on a yearly contract and do more things with academies. And um, as I said, you know, we're talking about academies. Like, shit, let's get them into the schools. Let's get them into academies representing their club. Well, I think um, that the, best thing, the best thing is to have the right people, like you said. You, you, you said get the right, the right minds and bring everyone together. I think that's the hardest part. Oh, 100%. Get the right people yeah. that... Because everyone, everyone's got their own idea on the way of doing it. Yeah. But more so, people with academies, they want to do the right thing by the kids. Yeah. But they also have their own style, right? And everyone, everyone will preach that they're the best. So. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah CNA, we. Yeah, you, you definitely did. We, we was talking about that a little bit before. Um, the double, I believe, against what was it? Villarreal. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah Wonder strike. Yeah. Yeah, that was a top game. But even that that season, but under Franz Tyson. That was just a good season where I just had the freedom to shoot. And mm. as uh, most people know, when I have a bit of a space, I hit the ball. So, that's a given. That's a given. The halfway, the one from halfway against the coast proves that. Yeah, yeah. give him some space. He's going it. He's going it. Top bins, halfway. <laughs> nah, too easy, mate. We're going to wrap it up, mate. We'll let you go. As it was great to have a, sit down and have a bit of a chat to you about, um, yeah, what you've been up to and. Everything else. I think the last question I've just got for you is pretty straightforward, mate. Five year plan. What do you what do you want to be doing in the next five years in football? See my so my next five years I would like to continue growing with where I'm at with football yep. tech, uh coaching wise and whatnot. But football wise on the pitch. Yep. Um given obviously I'm at Cassian United, I think it would be awesome to uh to have some top FA Cup head to heads on with some A League boys mm-hmm. and some A League teams and maybe make a final. I yep. think that'll be uh, that'll be good next five years. But I'm at a different stage in my life too with my missus. So yep. at this stage with the way this year's gone, I just hope for the next five years for good health, uh, keep my family around me and uh, just keep keep working hard and things will come. I think exactly the way it. this year's gone, that's the best way for me to view it. No, more cha- more chances for him to get down to McDonald Jones and take some photos. Yeah, that's it. Next time I'm down there, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll get him to do a couple for us, bro. For our yeah. channel. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, look, my absolute pleasure, as I said, from you know, from Newcastle Jets fans, mate, we thank you for your time at the Jets. Um, obviously, not as long as obviously some of us would have liked. We mm. thought that you definitely could have, um, yeah, definitely more deserved a little bit more time and everything else. But we do thank you for your time. Thank you for coming to the club. Um, yeah, thanks for having yeah, me on the podcast. To, yeah, no, nah, cheers, man. As I said, we'll have you any time. Um, as I said, guys in the chat, be sure Benny's whacked the link in there. Um, 
go and obviously check out Football Tech down there in Sydney. If you're in Sydney, get down to Sydney. Check out the check out Devante and the boys um, this season, next season. Is it finished yet? Finished? Oh, we got another two games in finals. Two um, games in finals. Yeah, we're, doing, we're doing well. We come second uh, this weekend's top of the table clash. So we got lucky with our season up here. We went like, we they adjusted our season to an eleven game season. Yeah, yeah, so I was, it's, it's so weird. I just can't keep up with it because obviously yeah, Newcastle boys. So I watched the local MPL, the buds, and yeah. stuff like that. They, they, they cancelled out ours, ours down here. Complete outright. Yeah, it was a good thing. Wiped it off. No, in Newcastle, they they told us that there was only going to be nine games, and then they got to nine games and went, "Oh no, we'll add a few more in. We're good. We still got time." What Jesus? (laughs) They threw the whole year away. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) you know, Josh Rose freaking took on the coach. We were talking to him the other week. Took on the gig at Edgy as a part time. He goes, "Mate, you told me this was only meant to be six games, didn't?" There's no added games. What the yeah, hell? He's handsful too with his academy. He's doing really well down there too. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. he is. We plugged his stuff. Yeah, that was the other one I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, football. Yeah, he's doing very well. Doing good stuff down there. Obviously, trying to get the, trying to pick, as I said, doing, trying to pick up all the, the best Central Coast players and getting them out of there quicker than um, get, getting them out there before the coast take them over. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, get them out of Sydney or Newcastle. But no, mate, muchly appreciated. Um, as I said, guys, be sure to go down and check, give the link, go like it on Facebook. I'm sure it's all over Facebook and Instagram and everything like that. Um, but yeah, muchly appreciate it for your time, mate. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks for the chat, boys. Thanks, Take it mate. easy, mate. Right. There we go. Thank you very much to Devante. Um, yeah, it was a good great, that was a great chat. Good chat. Good chat. I like them when they just run smooth as silk, talk a bit of football, talk a bit of his career. Um, Bang of a chat. How's everyone in the chat? How, How is, is everybody? How is chat? Apologize. Didn't really get in there to say good day to everybody or whatever. Elliot, it is, but... Elliot posted something a hell of a lot earlier that I need to address. It's can't knock BK for going. He gets a pass for long term service. No, BK gets a pass because he because he left and joined the coast the right way. No, BK for not by long. being a dick. No, BK BK's recording now. Passes now. BK's free pass is now null and void. Because he's he gone late, dude. Um, <laughs> everything was sweet until he took on that gig. It's um Have yeah, we discussed anyway. the new kits? No, we haven't. No, so there's there's that's no. something I was definitely gonna talk about. I know Do so I leave people... it running? Yeah, I'll leave it running. Why not? I don't yeah, we're not gonna go too much. We're gonna make this sort of quick. We've got a bit bit of bit of news, real basic news we'll talk about. We have us, we up. have something else to record. Yes. Um but yes, we'll talk about the kits because I know so many people have been up in the air about oh, my decisions. Now Devante's gone, thoughts. I can eat. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so we'll get a little bit of thoughts. Before we start, before you get Ben and my thoughts, what are your thoughts in the chat? Throw them in there. Do you like the blue? Do you like the frigging um, gold? Yeah, are you sitting on the fence still? Because again, let's be honest, it's not the best photo to, you know, to say what it's actually going to look like, whether there's going to be pinstripes, there's going to be diamonds in it, or oh, Jeff here on the lurk. Jeffy, as always, on the lurk. How are you, champ? Level-headed guy, Devante. Good luck in the future. Absolutely, he is. He's really Absolutely. down to earth. I do. When I, when I get up to Newey, I'm going to do. A, I've got to go. I've got to do a road trip anyway down to Sydney to see Loudy and a few of the boys. But we'll definitely be heading to the 58 game. Just that they love love the shit down there. Yeah, Laddie and, loves um, fifty eight. We'll we'll go sit on the fence and obviously um go have sit a few gins. 
Um, I love the gold. I'm sitting on the fence with the blue on the fence. If it's not finished product, mm. gold is back. Hey, gents, I'm lurking well too. <laughs> oh, thanks, beautiful. Yeah, look, it's, it's lurking well. I'm oh, again. I'm. What's this? I'm waiting to see them on the players. Yeah. Look, I'm yeah. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not sold on anything. Um, my my opinion, my opinion only. Yeah. Not no one else's. The the yes, photo Lockie. that we were given. <laughs> that's the third kit's coming. Yeah. The photos that were that were mocked up for us to look at. Um, I think personally was the wrong way to go about it. Lockie. I think we should have. Lockie's in trouble with Nightbot again. Oh, seriously. Get off the, get off the platform. He's got Lockie. beef with Lockie. The only reason I put Nightbot, the only, the only reason we put Nightbot in here is because of you. Um, just, we'd, we'd take him out if Yeah, for the giveaway, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, as I said, to me, the whole thing was, in my opinion, just, yeah. I would have just waited until we've actually got a kit. Even if it's a month or whatever behind everyone else, I just yeah. Just colors, just let me have colors can kit. look very different on different materials. You can't tell me exactly the color itself. That gold could be completely different. It could be the exact same um, color as what we had before. Prime example: um, the kit that Devante has on in the thumbnail photo. Ah, right yeah. when those three kits were released. I didn't, you know how it's got like the dark, the big, two big dark blue stripes and then the thin one through the middle? Hmm. I didn't realize that because it doesn't show it. When those kits were released in the, in the gold, that those darker panels were fucking orange. <laughs> I didn't know that and it didn't, it didn't, you couldn't see that in any of the promotional photos. It looked like a different shade of, Gold. Correct. I didn't Correct notice until I actually got the shirt and hung it up that they're actually fucking orange. And that's the biggest thing. You can't take that shit. You can't take a photo like that, which is just Photoshop that I can. It, no, no, no. It's, it's a 3D render in Photoshop is what it is. Yeah. Like what I have to do for FIFA kids. Correct. Correct. Same thing. So, um. Okay. Uh, as, um, as for the colours and the right colours, I think the away kit is bang on with the colours. If that looks like that on the material that it's being produced on, fuck me, screw the home kit. They'd be calling for a stretcher soon. <laughs> Carried out by his own stretcher. Love it. Um, Not yeah, quite so... going to carry him out on said stretcher. Oh, I'm... I'm not going to sit here and go on about the shirts because at the end of the day, I'm yeah. I'm not sold until I see the actual thing. As oh, I never showed you the photo, did I? What? The one how about I told you? You know how it's got like that stadium in the background with the lights. Mm. I actually have that exact same image on my computer. It's a stock photo. What? It's a stock photo. Huh? One of those unlicensed photos from like a. A supplier of like stock images. Ah, 
like Shutterstock uh, and places like that where you pay a fee it's, it's, to use the licensed a, copy of it. You randomly now talking about my FIFA 21 one. No, 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 no. The Jets Kits one. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were too. Yes. Yes. My apologies. Yeah, I have that it. same image on my computer yeah. because yeah, I do, paid for it to use video. it for something else. That's I have right, the exact yeah. same background image. Yeah, exactly right. I do remember you saying that. Which means, um, which, me, which to me means that I think it may have been hastily put together. <laughs> um, Victory's yeah. Kits, though. Not going to go too much the into the kit, as I said, until we see the final product on a mm. player or a live shot of the actual yep. shirt. Not going into it. Um, Melbourne Victory shirts look good. They look um, they look Mickey Mouse. Look good. Western Sydney Wanderers. They've got a map of Melbourne on them. Yeah, it does look good. Um, look, actually, sorry, the, the white one for Western Sydney's fine. I haven't seen that white it's one. It's not scared. It's not good. Whatever. But the red one they've got, their home one, Looks like a rugby union shirt. It looks trash. It looks like the worst. It's terrible. Um, who else was it? How long's their deal up? with Kappa? Another year, I think. Um, Adelaide's Adelaide's friggin' the yellow. Adelaide's is good. Mint. That looks. The great. Adelaide one is mint. That reminds um, me of an Arsenal away kit. Yeah, and same as Liverpool. The yellow yeah, red. the yellow um, with the burgundy. Yeah, thoughts on top of Stanley. Downgrade this year. Haven't looked at FIFA 21 yet. Not going to. The only thing I'll say about that is that he's over the age of 30, so they're going to knock him down anyway. Correct. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? But lads, we can fix that with. But lads, we can fix that with um. Hi, Christy's hand. We can we can fix that with some modding. Josh and I have both already preloaded FIFA 21 onto our PCs, waiting for a release date that we can actually open the game. That's it. Lockie, you're back, boys. Everyone, round of applause for Lockie. He's, <laughs> he's beating the Nightbot. Who's now Lockie Ma, ha, 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 Nightbot, ha, ha. <laughs> Mickey got a card. Oh, I'm not weighing on the floor. Oh, Mickey Neal. <laughs> Fucking Luke's been all over FIFA 21. Yeah. I'm trying to stay away from it. <laughs> um yeah anyway we are gonna we're gonna sort of wrap it up i'm not gonna go too much about the shirts and shit like that as yeah. i said in saying that in saying that we do have some big stuff coming massive massive stuff um we hope to drop most, well, most drop of some of it on some of it over the weekend and then monday at the, uh, will be the final product obviously with a poll We'll keep, leave it at that. Keep an eye on our socials. Yeah, big time. Keep an big eye time. on our socials, big time. Yes, Luke, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so um, stay tuned. Obviously, over the weekend, we will give a little snippet of what's to come. Monday will be another, obviously, the, will, will be the final product, obviously, that, so everyone can get involved in it. Um, but, yeah, big things for us. We figured why not. Let's do it. Um, but, yeah, other than that, guys, we are going to slowly wrap it up. So we do thank everyone for jumping in tonight. Devante, massive, massive thanks. Um, giving us a bit of insight into, obviously, yeah, what his life is like now. Again, not everyone's life, obviously, is 100% A-League and has to be A-League, has to be A-League, professional, professional. It's, yeah, some people are just happy to see what they've seen and, um yeah, take take life by the hands, and obviously see what comes next. He's on the nine Maybe to five grind. Uh, on the nine to five nine grind. To five, yeah, that's it. Maybe a stint at Macarthur. 
Who knows? Who knows? Down the road? Maybe an emergency uh, loan spell. We never know. Absolutely. Before we go too far, obviously, Ooh, how, good is that little, how good is that little friggin' whoa? The, transi- the transition. The transition. How good is it? Um, yeah, obviously, mm. Gabriel Marptometrist running a promo for us. These glasses that I've got on my head at the moment, um, if you go in and see Lockie, he'll knock them down to 99 bucks for you for $200. If you're in a health fund, they will most likely be free, and you'll probably pick up two pairs for that price. Um, but yeah, be sure, go see them. They are absolutely brilliant. Ben still needs to get down to get his sorted. And um, But again, someone like Ben and myself, obviously, who sit in front of computers all day, whether it be work or here, beneficial. 100% beneficial. So I spend a sure lot of time in front of these screens. So be sure, go down and see Lockie. Get a pair of these. They are brilliant. They make you look smarter. Um, <laughs> we'll go Ex- can that. we get an excellent... Oh, he's already done it. Thanks, Luke. This is why you're a mod. Oh, is there, I was about to say, can we get an exclamation mark specs in the chat? But no, he's already done it. No, he's already on it. Good boy. Spending the big budget on VFX, lads. VFX? I have no idea. Come see me, legends. I will look after Oh, spending you. the big budget on visual effects. Visual effects, yeah. <laughs> no, that was just me bored. That was it. Exactly it. Um, but yeah. We're going to leave it there. We thank everyone for jumping in the chat. Everyone who come in, as always, we do thank it. Thank you guys uh, for being here every week. We will be here next week. Again, as I said last week, no idea who we're going to have, if at all. If if it's nobody, it'll be us. Um, But, yeah, big time. Maybe maybe an impromptu FIFA stream against each other. Ooh. <laughs> well, it won't. It won't be that now because we've just said it. <laughs> uh, but could it be? Bum, bum, bum. But um, it might not be. <laughs> yeah. Thousand views on the career mode video. Congrats! Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Big, big ups to Ben. Uh, I think it's at a thousand and seventy, and I think we're up by about. 30 subscribers now. Just off that video alone. Yes. Which brings me to my next point. If you haven't subscribed to my channel yet, get on it. Do it. Subscribe to Crossbar Capers. Uh... She's been in her nans for two days. Very good. Um, Yeah, as I said, be sure to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, jump onto the Twitch site as well, Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Apple? No, which one? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, Apple, oh, yeah. shit. I'm doing that in Discord. Whoa. I don't want to do that in Discord. <laughs> um, but, yeah, be sure to go check us all on our socials. Like them. Share everything around. The biggest thing, we can't thank you guys enough for doing it, is sharing everything. Everything that we post on the socials, share it around. I don't care whether I've shared it into a in some freaking Facebook group that you're a part of, do it again. We just want to get it out as big, especially this one that we're, we're obviously looking at doing um, on the eighth, on the 17th, 17th of October, Saturday. That's the date. So make sure he's freaking aren't doing anything. Um, lock that I'll make date sure in. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> 17th, lock it in. That's, that's the, that's the date that we're going to do it. We'll roll out the shit over the next couple of days. Um, 
But yeah, as I said, guys, big ups. Thank you very much. Big shout out to Benny. Thank you. Had a bit You're of a welcome. had a bit of a shit fight friggin' last week, but friggin' he's not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. FIFA twenty one coming out soon. You'll see him. He'll, he's taking a little bit of a bit of a. I took a couple down. of days to relax and not relax think about and rejuvenate and... and calm down. A bit of wussa and um, yeah, very much yeah, a, a bit of wussa. He'll be raring to go um, as FIFA drops next Tuesday. Absolutely. Anyway, guys, we're going to leave it there. What? I won't be doing anything. Good man. Beautiful. We'll see you guys soon anyway. Take it easy, as always. Too friggin' right. We do. Get it in the chat. Hashtag we hate Coast Gump. Um, yeah. My name's Josh. Benno there. Gabriel Mark Tomatris, major sponsor in the middle, looking nice and pretty. Hope you enjoy. We'll catch you guys real soon. Take it easy. Oh, see ya. Boy.